Okay, Dave here again with my wife Kathy. Hello. Uh, doing another cinemile, although we are not walking anywhere today. We are sat on our couch at home. Yes, it's very strange. This is weird.、Mm. Um, it's weird not to hear the clippity clop of your boots. I know,、yeah. and if the noise of cars going by, this is going to be much better quality than normal. But I'm only briefly guest、um, appearing on this. Yes. I'm getting off this very, very soon because Dave's doing something that I have no interest in and do not condone、support. in any way. I don't way. support. You do not condone、But、my he's actions. Doing it because I'm leaving the country for the weekend,、um, so I'm going away, and he is about to do something really stupid. Do you want to tell them what you're doing? Yes, I already regret、uh, having committed to this. So <laughs> what I'm going to do over the next three days that Kathy is away, I'm going to watch every single Marvel Cinematic Universe. Movie, so that's every movie that Marvel Studios have made since they formed、um, for Iron Man in two thousand eight. So over, to, so these are going to be split over three days of、um, of movies, and I'm going to be talking about each one separately after having watched them. And, and I'm, I'm going to interject here. This is something Dave's been wanting to do for what two or three years? A few years, outrageous.、Yeah. I don't know why. And when I booked this weekend away in like May. And it's now October. Dave wrote it in the diary that he was going to do it. <laughs> right. And、Marvel、he's had it movie, blocked、Marathon. out ever since.、Um, because obviously, I used to like the Marvel movies when I first kind of saw them, and then got really over them because I just think they're so overdone at this point. And、um, this is not something I would ever ever agree to do.、Um, so Dave knew he needed me out of the country to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy has no interest in this.、No. And now he's dying to read out the list of all the movies he's going to watch. <laughs> for more of、uh, for more of Kathy's opinions on the Marvel movies,、uh, listen to episode two, Captain America: Civil War, in which she gave them hell.、Um, so yeah, the, I'm, I'm going to split this across three different episodes because this is just way too much to talk about. Also, it's like gone nine o'clock on a Friday night now, and he hasn't started. And you need to watch two tonight. No,、right? I'm way late. I'm already way behind schedule. Yeah, because、um, I was going to watch one with him originally. I was going to watch.、Um, Iron first Man. Iron Man because I haven't seen. seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But then I actually just thought, you know what? I don't care. I'm not watching it. <laughs> you'd rather you'd rather、I'd, be in bed. I'd rather no. I'm not going to go to bed early. You have to wait till I go to bed、oh. before you start this madness. Oh, so I'm going to be even more late. Yeah, you're going to be really late.、Um, oh. Sorry. And I'm going to have to whisper because you'll be asleep. Yeah.、Um, I need to point out as well. Dave has bought this ridiculous recording system for his other podcast、um, that he records at home. So it looks like Shitegeist Pod. Shitegeist. Shout out to Shitegeist, which so, I do with Joe Kiley, who is going to guest feature on this podcast、um, Ooh, tomorrow morning and Sunday. He's going to join us to join to us. Join us. I'm not. I mean, well,、it. us as in the royal us. Okay. As、yeah. I'm going to be referring to myself from here on out for for sheer loneliness.、Yeah. Joe will be joining me to watch、uh, Captain America: The First Avenger and Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Watch via Skype because Joe's in it. Via Skype.、Yeah. I will also have、um, another guest, Tom Fitzpatrick, coming to to watch Guardians of the Galaxy with me on Sunday. And、um, the rest, I had a few dropouts, so the rest I'm all doing all by myself. So I'm going to be going a little bit mental, I think, by the time、um, I won't be actually seeing anyone in the flesh because Joe, I'm going to be talking to over Skype until Tom gets here for Guardians of the Galaxy Sunday at twelve. And I need to point out, I'm the one who suggested guests because I was like, a, it will be really boring if it's just Dave talking for three、Excuse、days, me? and b, <laughs> you will go crazy if you're on your own for three days watching、yeah. shit after shit movie. I'm already nervous.、Uh, tonight, also, you, also, you've seen them all loads of times already. Yes, I reckon I've seen all of these 
at least twice. In fact, I have seen all of these at least twice, yeah, except ridiculous. Iron Man which, or Ant-Man, which I've only seen once. Some of these I've seen three oh to four God. times. I've seen them all once and that's definitely I not. just love these movies. I'd probably watch Iron Man again. You oh, no, not Iron it. Man. Ant-Man. I'd watch Ant-Man or I'd watch the first Thor. Okay. Well, I'm going to be ranking these as I go. So okay. it'll be interesting to see where they sort of fall. Um, and if on, on like third viewing, you suddenly realize how crap they are. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Um, although it would be interesting to see if there's how, you know, if my opinions have changed over the years. Yeah, Some of these You I finally might seen. realize how bad the Avengers movies are. They're not. They're good. Um, okay. No, you just looked so sad. Normally so we don't sad. see each other when we're recording because we're walking along in the dark after the cinema. So Sick of looking this is at interesting. You. Why don't you leave the country for three days? <laughs> Um, okay, let me run through. I've been trying to run through the schedule for like so five minutes. Sorry, I'm just so bored. I don't even want to hear the title <laughs> of the movie. All right. So tonight, as soon as Kathy goes to bed, <laughs> waiting for you to go to Some bed. Some men cheat on their wives. Dave <laughs> waits for them to go to bed so we can watch Marvel movies. So tonight, uh, Iron Man uh, 2008 is the first one. I've, I'd written down 8 p.m. I've got a whole schedule worked out here, which yeah, I need to stick out. to. Already I'm an hour behind. Looks like I'm going to be at least another hour behind. Uh, followed by The Incredible Hulk, so probably won't get to that till after midnight. Then I'm done for tonight. Then tomorrow morning, 9am, it's Iron Man 2. At 11.30am, it's Thor. I could not handle Robert Downey Jr. for a thing. Um, no, well, I, I like him. I like him in these movies. Yeah, You're sidelining so me. Sorry. I need to get through this. Sorry. Jesus, I can't, I've got three days of this to get through. I can't even get through the, the, the bloody list of them. Um... Then I'm going to have lunch. I actually, actually, I had to write in lunch. Aww. I've got breaks. What are you going to have for lunch? Normally I cook for you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to have toast. Did you, leave, did you leave me anything? I might leave you something. Okay. Um, 2.30pm then after my hour lunch and walk. I'm going to go for a walk. Oh, good. Uh, I've got to get some fresh mm-hmm. air in there. Captain America, The First Avenger, which Joe Kiley will be joining me on Skype to watch. 5.30pm um, then it's The Avengers... Um, or Marvel's Avengers Assemble, as it was called in the UK and Ireland for some reason. Uh, Iron Man 3 at 9pm. And then Midnight. Oh, I skipped dinner. Midnight? Dinner's happening in there somewhere at 8pm. Yeah, Midnight. So I'm, dinner is basically going to be you ordering a pizza? Yes, for sure okay. I'm going to order a pizza and, and I'm going to get some beers. You're going to start one of these movies at midnight? Yeah, Thor The Dark World at midnight. So that'll be my the fifth The second Thor movie. movie. The second oh, Thor movie. Oh, grab. It's all right, yeah, but it's probably it's surely one I'd of the weaker ones. One. But I can't skip. That's the whole point of the the <laughs> marathon. No cheating. I've got to get. I've got to. This is got, that's probably well, going to be the lowest cheating. point. Eating. Have your dinner. Was watching it. Eating is not cheating. No, I'm not on some sort of <laughs> weird stag night. <laughs> don't take time out. Don't take time out to um to eat. Just eat while you're watching the movie, so you can go to bed earlier. Oh, I'm gonna. Yeah, but I need breaks. I can't actually like my brain can't handle just watching things. I've got to go. I mean, yes, of course. I don't condone any of this, but... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Look, I think I've got a pretty tight schedule here. I've just got to stick to it. But yeah, Midnight is probably going to be the hardest one. I'm five... I'll have been watching Marvel movies tomorrow at midnight since 9am. Oh, and I need to point out, Dave has a projector as well. So this is going to be like fully projected on our Yeah, a lot of these are going to be projected um, in like a 100-inch screen on the wall. ridiculous. Um, I'm very, very excited. So that's... That's Saturday. That's the hardest one. It sounds like the worst day I've ever heard. Two, three, four, five, six. Ah, there's actually six movies. Six movies on Saturday. Then on Sunday, I'm getting up at 9 a.m. to watch the second Captain America, The Winter Soldier. And Joe Kiley will be joining me for that over Skype. He hasn't seen either of the Captain America movies. Um, 
Guardians of the Galaxy then at 12pm Tom Fitzpatrick will be joining me at least that one's fun that one is fun I'm really looking forward to seeing that again um, then I'm going for lunch at 2.30 oh, are you going for lunch bit where of are you late, going bit of a late lunch just going out for lunch oh, nice. yeah yeah, gonna just hang out by myself <laughs> again. Uh, then three p.m. It's Avengers: Age of Ultron. Six p.m. Ant Man. Then dinner while I have Captain America: Civil War oh, at God. nine p.m. The last one, and then straight into work on Monday morning. Surely with a, a head full of regret. And you just watched Captain America as well because we've only been doing this podcast since May, and we've done that one. Yeah, we did that one, and I went twice in the cinema. Did you? I did. I went by myself oh my one other time. I just love watching these movies by myself. Mm. I'm really portraying myself as some sort of loser some here. Sort I feel. of psychopath. Yeah. Well, okay. this is your life's dream. I mean, once you've achieved this, this is not then you're going to have to edit it all. My life's dream. So I'm normally, not. there's no editing with our podcast because we just record it in one go. Dave puts it together in what five minutes. How long Excuse is this going to take you to put together? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. How long will this take? 30 days? Weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I've never done something like this before. So it's a bit of a challenge. I'm going to stop talking because I'm conscious that this is going to be the longest bloody podcast yeah. in history. Um, and I'm so conscious that I don't give a... You can swear. Bleep. No. <laughs> Did you just bleep yourself? I bleep myself. I'm going to bleep you in I post. think I curse too much in this podcast. Kathy actually said bleep there, but I'm actually just going to bleep some of her words in, in post to make them sound Oh, worse. in post. Yeah. All right, say so, so will, say something there. Will, will you, so you will you have this up before we go and see um, the other the Benedict Cumberbatch Doctor one? Strange? Yeah, that is what I'm aiming for. Okay. But but if you were listening to this and it's weeks after that came out, then that uh, then I've probably failed. Okay, because it's it's a big job. All right, okay. Well, I have to go pack for my holidays. Here you go pack. And I wash my hands. Oh, but I do need to mention for people who don't know, I thought that like the Fantastic Four was going to be in this, and Dave pointed out to me that that's not in his criteria. So some people might be looking for a Fantastic Four because obviously uh, it was such an amazing movie, the one that came out last year. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Or an X, or the X, or X Men. Yeah, that was the other one. Spider Man. So the the reason for that is, um, without going into too much detail, Marvel years ago sold off all the film rights to their properties to various different studios. So 20th Century Fox owned the film rights to X Men. Sony Pictures owned the, the film rights to Spider Man, and um, 20th Century Fox also owned Fantastic Four. Um, but in 2000, uh, mid-2000s, Marvel set up a, stu- a film studio of their own in which they could... Um, and they did the Hulk. In, in, yeah, they took yeah. a lot of their film rights back, which had lapsed or had never been sold off, such as... They were minor characters. I mean, everyone must remember Iron Man was a minor character. Yeah. The Hulk really wasn't, knew. though. The Hulk wasn't, but the, the rights had reverted, off, I think, or there was a deal with Universal. Okay. So that's anyway, why you're doing these movies with the difference. So, so that, sadly, no Fantastic Four review, because that would be really fun to no, listen to. But that, it's just that all is about what allowed uh, Marvel to create this cinematic universe, okay, right, because yeah. they are the same studio, whereas 20th Century Fox can't cross over the Fantastic Four characters with um, Spider-Man, because okay. they're different pictures and how do you even begin to negotiate those mm-hmm. sort of deals if but I that could... said uh, Sony Pictures still on the rights to Spider-Man and did negotiate a deal yeah, he was in with Captain Marvel America. to get him into Captain America and he's he's um, there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out which they're going to produce and distribute but okay um, and if I you could never oh asked. yeah I shouldn't have asked and if I could be arsed I would stay up till what 4am to watch the Hulk because actually I saw that once like however many years ago in the cinema 
and it would be kind of funny to go back and watch Edward Norton as the Hulk now. Yeah, I remember I've got, it being very melancholy. I've got good memories of um, of him as the Hulk. I think he did a good job. I think the film sort of let it down in the second half. But yeah. there's some good stuff in there. Which well, anyway, you can get to that. I will get review. to shortly. Yeah, all right. Talk okay. long enough. Well, have a great weekend. Okay, bye, Kathy. Um, I'm going to see you for the next hour. <laughs> bye. bye. Say bye to them. Bye, guys. I'm sure no one's going to listen to this. What? <laughs> the numbers are going to be phenomenal. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye. I will see you shortly for Iron Man. Mr. Stark, you've been called the Da Vinci of our time. What do you say to that? Absolutely ridiculous. I don't paint. What do you say to your other nickname, the Merchant of Death? That's not bad. They say the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I prefer the weapon you only need to fire once. That's how Dad did it. That's how America does it. And it's worked out pretty well so far. To peace. Is it cool if I take a picture with you? Yes. It's very cool. I don't want to see this on your MySpace page. Please, no gang signs. No, throw it up. I'm kidding. Okay, so... um. I just finished Iron Man. Uh, the time is now one eighteen a.m. on Saturday morning. I am about two uh, hours behind schedule. Um, I'm whispering because Kathy is asleep and she's getting a very early flight uh, tomorrow. So it would be very bad if I woke her up. Um, I'm very tired already. I'm already regretting this decision to watch all of these movies. And I have to get through another one tonight, which is a bit of a slog. It's um, The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, which is not a great movie from recollection. But anyway, uh, my thoughts on Iron Man. Firstly, um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is young in this movie. Looking back, it's only eight years ago, but he looks a lot younger um, I guess eight years makes a big difference. Um, I love how this movie opens. I think ACDC just really sets the tone straight away. It's got a really punchy opening, um, except that it does that trick I hate in movies where it shows you a scene and then goes, 36 hours earlier. And then you go back to the... Or it shows you a scene from the end of the movie and then just jumps back to the beginning. It's such a cheap trick. I mean, like, we've already paid money to see this movie you know we're here just tell us a story you don't have to grip us from page one there's an opening scene in this where we sort of get introduced to Tony Stark through uh, it's an award ceremony they're describing who he is and it sort of rolls through uh, Time magazine and Rolling Stone and all these magazine covers he's on but like why would an arms dealer be so famous like can anyone could you pick out the name of an arms dealer in the world today why are arms dealers so famous in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and uh, jumping ahead to Iron Man 2 there's an, uh, Sam Rockwell's character is also like super famous um, why are people so into arms dealers I kind of get I guess it's Americans maybe I'm going to keep a tally of people who have been recast in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Terrence Howard is the obvious one. This is the only movie he did. He got recast um, by Don Cheadle in Iron Man 2, who played um, Brody for the rest of the the movies. But um, I noticed actually in the opening scenes, uh, when we see pictures of young 
Tony Stark with his father Howard Stark there's a different actor playing him there it's not uh, Dominic Cooper or it's not the guy whose name I forget who's from Mad Men who has have both played Tony Stark at, at later stages so there's actually three actors who've played Tony Stark fun fact um I've just written I'm just reading through my notes here I just wrote in big capitals skinny swingers John Favreau um he's not in this movie as much as I remember I think I guess it's Iron Man 2 he's got a lot lot more of a prominent role um but he's there he shows up he's just driving around and and shit and he's all skinny skinny swingers John Favreau there's a very early reference to uh, Captain America here as well when Tony says my dad worked on the Manhattan Project which was what made Captain America uh, which we're going to get to in a few movies time tomorrow morning I just wrote down here um, D- uh, Tony Stark is just fun he's like he's a billionaire playboy it's real wishful film and stuff he's like Bruce Wayne if he wasn't like a moody boring fucker um, I mean, and Tony Stark's parents are also dead, but you know he doesn't let that stop him from having a good time, right, Bruce? Get over yourself. Um, I've just written Paul Bettany here in with sort of uh, big circles around it because uh, so nice that he's just in this whole thing from the very start, and then he uh, later gets to show his face. Um, I say face, you know, they put purple makeup on him. And uh, he's Vision, if anyone doesn't know, in the later movies. And um, like a gold cape. Yeah, he's kind of a shit character, but let's talk about that later. And when I say later, I mean two days from now. It'll be, you know, not long for you, but it will be two days. I I don't know what state I'm going to be in by that stage. I'm already exhausted. Um, I also wrote here, um, just a question, was this... Was this movie shot on film or or digital? Because it's got a real nice grainy look than a lot of the later movies. I think the later movies get this sort of colourful sheen to it. This feels a bit more earthy and real. I love all the stuff in um, with Tony in captivity in an, an unnamed country. Um, it's just like classic American movie. It's just, oh, the Middle East. Um, but the, that whole captivity scene and when he builds the suit it's, and I love the rough and ready look of that all it's amazing but then he lands back in America and uh, there's Burger King product placement within 30 seconds so make of that what you will I love all the MacGyver montages in this movie um, although I guess they're technically not MacGyver montages because MacGyver makes stuff out of like nonsense or everyday items whereas uh, Tony Stark makes crazy machines out of crazy technology but um, there's something very MacGyvery about it it's just like I love watching something get built in a series of montages it's kind of and you see the progress incrementally bit by bit there's all those scenes with him sort of testing the equipment in his basement there's a, I, I just love all that stuff and I love how as the movies progress we still get more and more of that we see little innovations with the suit in every movie right up to even Captain America Civil War I wrote here um, in sort of rough and ready pen that the last half hour is dragging because it was dragging that's when they sort of 
they throw in a last minute twist with Jeff Bridges and he becomes a really sort of hammy villain um, his wardrobe as well is really weird in this movie he starts off wearing sort of normal suits and then I guess towards the end he by the end he's wearing these sort of um, sort of greasy used car salesman sort of silk shirts with the buttons undone to like three down and he's got like a gold medallion it's a very weird costume choices for him i don't know what was going on there one of my favorite scenes in um in this which was terrible was gwyneth paltrow stealing computer files from stark industries and jeff bridges walks in and the uh, i noticed the folder that she's stealing from was titled ultra top secret files which is I mean, that that is where you would store your ultra-top-secret files, for sure. It's interesting looking at the sort of climactic fight scene now on this movie and how sort of low-key it is, almost, and how low-budget it is compared to a lot of the later movies. It's pretty much just they have a few punches on a street in front of a car and then they have a few punches in the air and then they go somewhere else and have a few more punches and then it's over. Um... But I do love that last, very last scene in this movie in the press conference um, when he's supposed to set up his whole story and the cover identity on all that and the final words, I'm Iron Man. It's just amazing. I definitely did not do justice to it there. And I also love that they, uh, I kind of love Gwyneth Paltrow and Robert Downey Jr. in this. They have good chemistry. Um, I love the the romance, that the romance doesn't, ever fully blossom um i love that they don't ever kiss in this movie the very end he kind of tries to spark it off and she's having none of it it's kind of great uh one thing i noticed about the movie is that there aren't a lot of female characters um you've got pepper Potts, and then you've got that journalist and that's it so um it's something kathy definitely would have spotted um so in honour of Cathy, for this movie and all the movies that I'm going to look at over the weekend, I'm going to run them all through the Bechdel test. For anyone who doesn't know what the Bechdel test is, it asks three basic questions about a movie. Does the movie have at least two women in it? And do those two women talk to each other? And do they talk about something besides a man? Now, let's run Iron Man through that. It did have two women in it. They did talk to each other. There was a scene, um, but it was pretty much about Tony Stark. So I'm afraid Iron Man fails the Bechdel test. So that's it. I've got one movie down, 12 to go. I'm going to go make a cup of tea and then come back and talk Incredible Hulk. Hang tight a minute. I'll put on some, some elevator music while you wait. Hey guys, I'm back. Um, thanks for waiting. I hope you enjoyed that music. Um, I have a cup of tea now. Do you want to hear some uh, tea drinking noises? Uh, yeah. 
Barry's tea. It's uh, usually this is pretty late to be drinking Barry's tea. It's it's or any tea. It's quarter to two in the morning on Friday night. Most people are out clubbing or maybe they're wandering out of the pubs or maybe they're just asleep at bed. But I am talking to myself in the living room with a cup of tea and I'm about to watch the 2008 movie The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. Um, I haven't seen this movie since the cinema. Uh, One memory I have from seeing this in the cinema is that somebody in the screen had brought one of those giant um, uh, green Hulk fists that you put your hands into and was just sitting there very content with themselves. I thought it was quite odd at the time. Uh, Just pause there a second. I'm going to have a cup of uh, sip of tea here. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. So this movie, I mean, I remember thinking it was okay. Um, there were things I liked about it. I thought Edward Norton was a pretty okay Bruce Banner, I guess. But clearly Mark Ruffalo did a better job. Sorry, Edward Norton. Uh, famously, Edward Norton obviously got recast uh, when the Avengers came around because he had a massive falling out with... Marvel, um, because I think he sort of wanted to have more of a hand in writing this. He certainly wanted out more of a darker tone. He had written a scene where the movie starts um, with Bruce Banner trying to kill himself in um, the middle of Alaska or something. Um, And then he just turns into the Hulk. Uh, I think Marvel thought that was maybe a little bit too dark for what they what they what they were going for. Um, even though it sounds quite cool, and it's something that actually gets referenced by Mark Ruffalo in um, in an early scene in the Avengers with uh, Scarlett Johansson. So anyway, I'm going to shut up now, or I'll never get to bed. So um, here we go, The Incredible Hulk. I've got a problem. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. See a shrink? It's a little bit more complicated than that. Bruce, trust me when I tell you I've heard them all. Not this one. Okay, the credits are just rolling on The Incredible Hulk. Um, It is 3.51 a.m. on Saturday morning. These first two films took a lot longer than I thought. Um, I have to get up again at 9am for the next one, which is Iron Man 2. So I'm not going to talk about this for long because I need to sleep really badly. Um, Yeah, that movie was overall not great. It starts really well. There's some really good stuff in there. I like that they just skipped the whole origin movie thing and just put it in the opening credits. That was refreshing and great and effective um there's a lot of little nods you can see into the universe building in the opening credits you see a lot of stark industries mentioned shield is mentioned nick fury um and i like the format of uh days without incidents so they they flash that up on the screen because uh, when we first meet bruce banner he's living in brazil in isolation he's working in a factory he's trying to uh, learn yoga and ways to uh, meditate and control his anger it's really really interesting I thought all the stuff 
in Brazil was very, very cool. He wears a heart monitor, uh, a heart rate monitor on his wrist the whole time to make sure that he he's never in danger of hulking out. I thought that was very cool and very clever. Um, and there was a lot of montages at the beginning. We had a couple of montages as like we did in Iron Man, but less MacGyver, more uh, science-y, science-y montage, a lot of lab stuff, uh, things, mixtures being put into jars and then spun around uh, you know science I don't know how science works clearly William Hurts in this movie playing General Ross the only uh, character from this that appeared in any of the other Marvel Universe movies he's in Captain America Civil War Um, Tim Roth is in this as a he's the sort of the bad guy Uh, he's a character called Blomsky who was pretty terrible, really. He was just a bad character. He's like he's, he's supposed to be a Russian-born special forces guy who grew up in England and he's working for the Americans. I didn't really understand anything about it. And his only motivation seems to be that he wants to fight the Hulk. Um, like, to the point where he just stands in front of the Hulk as a man and then has every bone in his body smashed which I don't know was supposed to be comedic or what, but um, but it was. A quick check-in on the Bechdel test. Um, this movie did even worse than Iron Man. Um, it, there, so there were two women in the movie, two women characters. I mean, Liv Tyler features prominently, um, and the, but there was only one, one other female character, and she was in the very beginning in Brazil. She's just like this woman who works in the factory, damsel in distress. Doesn't say a single word, um, which is pretty bad. So there aren't two, at no point in the movie are there two women on screen talking to each other. Um, and Liv Tyler barely talks at all. She just whispers. She does the, which I know I'm whispering now, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt a Liv Tyler whisper because it was kind of she was at wrecking my head through the whole movie because I reckon she said his name about seven or eight times in this whispery tone Bruce 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 there was a lot of that I was just that was basically Liv Tyler's role and she was supposed to be a scientist but she didn't do any science uh, I don't know if I'm reading some misogyny into this, but it's definitely failing, definitely big failure on the Bechdel test. Um, I like that there were a lot of nods to the 70s TV show, which I loved. Um, in Brazil, he was watching um, uh, just a random comedy TV show, which had the actor who played David Banner in the TV show, which I liked. Lou Ferrigno, who played the... The actual Hulk in the TV show plays a security guard in this who likes pizza. Hilarious. And um, and there's even the, the music from the TV show appears when he's walking down a street hitchhiking, uh, which was amazing. Uh, there's a quick reference to the World War II Captain America program again. So they really did sow the seeds um, very early on for, for that movie. Uh, Ty Burrell is in here for Modern Family. He's um, Liv Tyler's boyfriend. And I guess we would, none of us would have known really who he was when we saw that. The um, the CG effects are not 
very good in this movie, particularly in the last act, which is pretty much all CG. Um, I mean, Tim Roth turns into a thing called the Abomination, which is exactly as it sounds and basically looks exactly like Apocalypse or Doomsday from, I forget what it's called, from Batman v Superman and looks exactly the same. So I don't know, that's a bad sign for Batman Superman as well. Um, but the effects were not good in this movie. It rained a lot. It rained a lot in this movie. It was raining most of the time. It was raining for no reason. It was just, it was just wet, wet season, I guess. There was one line I wrote down here, which I thought was hilarious. When they were trying to track Liv Tyler's character, they said... We're monitoring her credit cards, her phone, and her web account. I mean, I don't know what a web account is. I feel like whoever wrote this, I'll tell you who wrote it right now, it was Zach Penn, who wrote, oh, he did The Avengers and a couple of X-Men. All right, he should know better. He should, I mean, just go on a computer, right? Nobody has a web account. What is that? It's not 1995. It's not... MSN. None of the humor really worked in this movie. There was some nice stuff early on where he's trying to say, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry in Portuguese, and he says, you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. But uh, there's a, I don't know, it didn't really work at all. The whole last act was terrible, and it was boring. The second half of this movie was pretty boring. The setup was good, and the rest was just crap. It was just aimless. I just wanted it to end. I was nodding off at one point. It's very late. I wrote down Omar. Omar is in this movie for one shot. Omar from The Wire. As like a featured extra who goes, oh. He does one of those. He's like, oh no. Something's happening in the streets of New York. But I just, I think I took up most of the page with that. Because I was very excited to see Omar. That's how bored I was. Right, so that's... That's The Incredible Hulk. That's uh, two down. Eleven to go. I'm going to go go to bed now for a few hours and then get up and watch Iron Man 2 with breakfast. So um, maybe I'll put on some sort of lullaby music now as a transition. And uh, I'll see you soon.